welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered with AMC. Yeah, I'm pretty good. How about you? Awesome, awesome. Pretty good. It's been wild. Well, power outage. Crazy windstorm went through today, but all in all, I can't complain. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, you want to go ahead and uh, take us into some fun facts real sweet? Sure thing. Uh, first one this week is, technically speaking, Galileo could have been a professor at Harvard. Really? That's... Uh, Where well. did they find their... I mean, they... He was alive when the university was founded. Okay, so they have original docs and stuff probably with him. I mean, just... A lot of people think Galileo was so long ago. Well, however, it was a thing when Galileo was around. <laughs> That's wild. Kind of shows the age of Harvard. Yeah. Our second one, they all have the theme of messing with your timeline in your head here. There was a 22-year period where Abraham Lincoln could have sent a fax to a real samurai as the fax machine was invented in 1843, and Lincoln died in 1965, two years before the samurai were abolished in Japan. <laughs> it's funny to think how long ago technology actually dates back. Um you know, like that, like the fax machine dating back to his era. Um, I, I don't think a lot of people realize that computing and the computer science field, it, it didn't start in the 90s. That's just kind of whenever people started to pick up on it. Dates way, way back to the 60s and even before that. So yep. Definitely can relate to that. <laughs> Our third fact is Jack the Ripper was committing his murders the same year, which is 1888, that Nintendo was founded. Hmm. Yeah, I would not think that that isn't the same year. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's pretty old. I think their first thing was card games, so... It's a pretty old company. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> They're still rolling, too. They're in their own, like, genre now. Oh, yeah. They dominate. Next fact is Harriet the Tortoise, who died in 2006, saw Charles Darwin in person. Yeah, don't turn off. They're... What is it, a sea turtle? Nah, it's a tortoise. Tortoise. I think turtles in general, tortoises, the shelled things that walk around slowly, if you will, stereotypical. I, they all have a real high lifespan, I think. Like, especially the sea ones. I think some sea ones are like 
500 years old or something like that. Yeah. They live for a pretty good bit, period of time. Yeah. So that one, I can, I can see that for sure. Final fact is the Berlin Wall fell a few weeks before The Simpsons debuted. <laughs> I wonder, I need to do some research on that and see how long it took The Simpsons to cover that. I'm sure they did. They've covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how long they've been on air. Yeah. It's like, I think there's some theories that The Simpsons, like, pre-covered things, too. Isn't yeah. There? Yeah, Simpsons predict the future. Yeah. So, that's always fun to bring up. I mean, predicting the future, maybe one of us could possibly win the lottery. And that leads us into if you won the lottery, what would you do with the money? So I'll give you I'll give you a number. You want to jackpot that equates to you getting a lump sum payment of I don't know 300 million what are you doing okay so the first thing I'm doing is I'm taking I'm getting my closest group my closest circle of people like my family I'm getting them all together I'm getting a lawyer and I'm getting like a doctor level finance person that's like rounded and everything with like the best reputation and we're gonna sit down and figure this out where the money's gonna go because what i want to do is first off like let's say just throwing numbers around 250 mil of that i want immediately to go into a residual income growth i want to immediately start making money with that money so um however they want to do that they can do that um next i'm gonna splurge <laughs> the fun part comes so oh, yes. i left myself 50 mil to splurge which i'm kind of cringes to me i i feel like i should have left myself 100 but i'm definitely going to get my porsche <clears throat> i'm probably going to get a porsche turbo porsche gts 4 um Probably a uh, Spider Cayman too, so I can have one of the topless Porsches. Um, I'm gonna take my 22 WRX and completely build it, like completely build it, like a hundred grand into it. Like it cannot be built anymore. Um, for the street, not the track. <laughs> and then from there, I'm gonna start buying houses. I'm going to start buying, like, I'm I'm going to talk to my closest group, you know, that's in there with this lawyer and accountant. I'm going to say, hey, look, let's get this village going. We have this plan. We're going to buy yeah, 500,000 acres of land somewhere here in PA of just bare-ass land, and we're going to make it what we want. We're going to excavate it however. We're going to do whatever, but it's going to be ours. It's going to be gated off, private. And it's going to be like our own little utopia. Like, we'll have everything. 
That's what I would do with my money. Everyone would be taken care of. Everyone would have nice things. The things that they've always wished to have. Yes. And I would have an ass load of residual income so we could keep the fun going. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, really interested. How are you going to do it being with your economics background? I'm, I'm really curious. Oh, it's very simple. So living in Pennsylvania, we really can't declare lottery winnings anonymously, technically. So obviously got to get a lawyer. There's ways around it. He'll figure that out. So from there, 50 mil into housing for my family and closest friends. So the way that works is buying land good piece of land and then everyone gets their own cut probably around five square acres you get each it's a total of 25 acres and everybody gets five mil and it's like here design your own house that's what you got obviously re retire my mom retire uh stacy and gary you know what i mean do that type of shit that's exactly what I mean with my residual. I was like, man, I can give everyone stuff up front, but like, I'll give everyone a little shocker gift up front while I'm building that residual. And then once that residual starts pumping in, I'll just start distributing that. Yeah. You know, and it, so it'll just, <coughs> everyone will just keep getting and getting. And, you know, our, our job at that point is to live our life and, create experiences with each other and i think that's the point of life if if we hit financial freedom that's what i would do live my life with my closest people yeah and i'd probably stay in the it field too i'd probably <laughs> uh i'd probably check in with my current job yeah and, uh, help them out too because i do really like what i do so from there um everybody gets 200k get a car wherever you want custom built you got 200k we ain't going crazy here no one's gonna damn ferrari lamborghini bugatti anything unreasonable that you're actually not going to want to drive on the road <laughs> probably get married at this point so that's that's always something fun expensive but wouldn't be a problem then and from there um Definitely spent a better portion of 50 mil at this point. So I got 250 still. Again, buy more land. Um, start a school. Charter school. Um, which would be good for a lot of people. So I know they haven't, our guests haven't met. Our audience hasn't met Cordell yet, but they will one day. We don't know when he'll be on, but he'll eventually be on. Very, very interesting coming on. So, Cordell, if you're listening, let us know. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know he doesn't want to just do nothing, so the school gives him an opportunity to do something, work. But I want to start a STEM school. It's actually a STEAM school. And that is science, tech, engineering, arts, math, that type of thing. And from there, we'll just work on this. I mean, I have a lot of 
very big idea. So a studio would be built for us immediately. And then we could start, like we've been talking a lot in the past couple of weeks about if we ever do get a bigger budget, what kind of videos are we going to do? Cause we do want to do real life stuff for you guys. And that stuff does take money. No pressuring you. We don't want anybody's money straight up, <laughs> but subscribing helps a lot. So please do that. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not about donations or anything. Just definitely sub and keep us in your, keep us in your view history. Yeah. But the, yeah, it'll be really interesting. We do a lot of funny shit. So, uh, some, some people in the group are 30 and, are still actually just 18 but you got me in 25 and i am 25 <laughs> <laughs> so, might catch someone lighting a bag on fire in a parking lot you might catch us going to a really fancy restaurant and raiding it or maybe we'll play a game together and you can hear that general banter because it can get wild Oh yeah, that is definitely something that we can definitely start doing. We talked about some yeah. of our... I think that would be cool, and I, anyone listening, definitely please comment down below what you think about that. Like, would you like to see us play a severe competitive game of, like, Monopoly together? Like, a... Because a severe competitive game doesn't last for hours. You just, like, if everyone's not being nice to each other and they're out for themselves, it goes pretty quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would we pump, like, three games out in, like, I think three hours? About an hour a game. Yeah, I mean, you built, you built a machine last time we played. Yeah. The machine was not you. <laughs> you built a machine. The machine took down yeah, everyone. All four railroads is the best. All four railroads. Blues. Dark blues. Yeah, I mean, you got hotels because people kept hitting railroads 200 bucks each. It was like a KO block there. Like, if you landed on one of like seven or eight tiles, it was just one hit. You were done. But, anyways. Yeah, I mean. If you want to know what kind of videos we're looking at doing, hopefully in the future, check out the Sidemen. Shout out to them. Big fan. The type of videos they do. Mr. Beast. Similar videos to him. Just, yeah. you know, they, they take budgets, and we obviously don't have the budgets those guys have, so. Yet. But it is fun to give and, and do good things in the community and stuff like that, so it, it will be nice to get out in the community even absolutely get some videos going so i believe that leads us to tech 101 yeah so pretty uh, kind of sad but interesting week in in tech 101 um we'll get the sad out of the way real quick and then we'll get the interesting at the end um, so Gordon Moore, the co-founder of Intel, uh, which I think everyone knows Intel, it's a household name by now. It's one of two very popular semiconductor companies. You got AMD and you got Intel in your computer. 
your processor specifically. Anyways, um, he's known for uh, the Moore's Law, actually, um, which is literally served as the measuring stick for the entire chip business still today. Um, unfortunately, he was found deceased in his home in Hawaii at 94 on Friday. Um, Intel did confirm the news Friday afternoon, along with Gordon and Betty Foundation, which Moore and his wife founded in 2000. In 2017, the Chronicle of Philanthropy marked the two as California's most generous donors, giving a total of $6.3 billion to the creative positive outcomes for future generations. So they were very giving in philanthropy. Um, it's a shame. Rest in peace. Yeah, he was an amazing person in history. Um, Intel will never be forgotten. I mean, it's some would suggest it's the best chip. It has been the best chip for the longest time. So <clears throat> not all, but some would. So he did really good thing, and he leaves behind a huge legacy. So. Absolutely. And to pass in Hawaii <laughs> doesn't seem too bad. But anyways, what do you got for us? I think you said you had a topic for tech this week, huh? Um, yeah, I do. So, <laughs> let's talk about bots. Okay. <sighs> so... What do you think? Because it's been something, you see it. Anytime you watch or play Fortnite, you know that there's bots. There's no way. Because these, you'll see people just run around, and you'll, you'll be playing squads. They're on their own. Jumping, just jumping around, just looting things. They don't open chests. They don't have anything. No open chest around them. They just have a green gun each time, and it's just one gun. And they'll miss every shot. Yeah, it's very inhuman and uh, almost linear static uh, movements. They they're pre-programmed. I mean, yeah, there's they can add deviation, but to what extent? And obviously, it's not enough to fake anyone out. <laughs> you know, yeah. fighting a bot. See, the issue, I, I don't know if these bots kill themselves as the rounds go on, um, or can you get down to the final two with one being a bot? I mean, I know I've watched a bot win a Fortnite match. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it was actually hilarious. But on that game, bots can See, I don't understand why they just don't start the game. Like, if you don't get 100 people, it's fine. Do 70. Yeah. Just run it. Yeah, I... The bots are kind of fun, though, because it gives you that little little rush, like, hey, I gotta kill, you know. You didn't just get into a match and get completely shit on, and, you know, five times in a row, and then close the game and go to something like GTA. <laughs> Yeah, but... Like, 
I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of fall. like. Does it help? No. I mean, mentally, it obviously does help. Like, you're like, oh, I got to kill this round. Maybe I'll get to the next round. But when you realize you're only killing bots, then what does that do to you? Yeah, it's it's a shame. I mean, they ramp it up, and I think eventually it stops. Like the bots end up not being in there at, after you play probably a hundred rounds or so. But like, I don't know, man, because we've played so many rounds, and it felt like every round we had bots. And okay. I think it's just because they can't fill lobbies with people who are in a reasonable amount of ping to the server that you're connected to. I think a lot of people are saying that, that Fortnite's, you know, in, in quotes, Fortnite's dead. I mean, the era of uh, Ninja and all that stuff. I mean, obviously, they still get huge deals and they're still a big game. But, mm-hmm. uh, they're not at their peak like they were. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think there's a lot of people that agree with that, that. And that have came out, and it was very controversial at the beginning. That whenever they came out, and and I think it was code miners. They they found in the code the bots, okay. and that's whenever they confirmed it. And they were like, "This is not cool. We should have known about this. This is deception." But I don't know how far I get into that. I I personally don't care enough. Like, I think the bots are alright, because, like, if I want to play Fortnite right now, generally I'm going to get slapped by anyone else that's playing that's alive, so I'll take a bot. No, nah, man, we're pretty good at the game. Yeah, I'm rusty, though. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't played in so long. True. But then, it's, it's just a weird concept of just the minute that you can't fill the lobby, it's okay. Yeah. I wouldn't expect you to get 100 people each time. It's a lot. It's a lot of people. True. It, it, it's, yeah, because how many matches are going on, too? You just might be on the tail end of a cycle, too. Yeah. Because um, there might be maybe a thousand matches that are actually full of people every time. You're just one of the stragglers at the end of that cycle of matches, so it's just unfortunate for you. I don't know. Exactly. So. I mean, sticking on the Fortnite thing, but now moving into every game that's recently come out. The skins, man. What is it with skins? It's, it's a, it's a way to generate revenue without harming the game. Because you pay to win. That's a huge, huge no-no any serious gamer that gets into a game, like, let's say RuneScape, those gamers, they play for thousands, tens of thousands of hours. I mean... really maxed. Technically so, speaking, if I wanted to get a max account right now, I could on RuneScape, though. Yeah, you could buy it, but it's like, you know, it's against the rules, and, like, it's not... You didn't earn it, you know, so you don't have the same gratification as, like, I do. Yeah, but you would be the only person that would know that in that game. Exactly. So you could get it, and there's a lot of people that do that. Just exactly that. Um, but but going back to the skins, it's 
a non-destructive way to add things to the game and generate revenue. So, like, I get it, but it, it is kind of like, what the hell? This is to look like something virtually. Yeah, I don't understand that. It's like NFTs. I didn't understand NFTs. And I had an argument like, with somebody, and they're like, how do you understand this? And I literally went on to an NFE, NFT, took a screenshot, cropped it, saw the background was out. It was just the NFT, and I said, I now have that NFT for free. Why would I pay thousands of dollars for it? Yeah. <clears throat> it's a... Uh... It's a niche for sure. I think it's, uh, you know, if it makes you happy. I mean, I've definitely yeah, but bought into it. Yeah, but we haven't bought into it. That's the thing. If you think about what we bought into, we bought enough coins to keep a battle pass going. And that's it. Yeah. Because the battle pass refreshes itself, you max it out. Well, we did buy the M16s in Cold War with the special shooting. Yeah, yeah but... <laughs> I didn't pay for my man. I got my COD points off of the battle pass. Yeah. You see I what I'm saying? Ten bu- I mean, at the time, 10 bucks was like nothing. I was like, whatever. It's fine. We play the shit out of this game. Like, 10 bucks is worth it. But it just, it's from every game I've seen, man. Everything has a battle pass. Oh, yeah. It's, what is up with that? It's. It's the way, you know, people don't, a lot of people, I'm sure they found that a lot of people didn't want to go onto a store to purchase pointless items that look different. Unless you were, you know, there was a small population, probably a younger crowd that was actually interested in it. So what they did was they took all that and they said, well, hmm, we could add a little bit. We could put all these prizes together into one bundle. And we can add a little bit of extra stuff to it to give it some flair and sell it. And we'll sell it for a big bulk of 10 bucks instead of like 99 cents here and there. Yeah. And and it gives people, it like adds to the game. It gives you more, I, I believe, more challenges sometimes. It gives you bonus prizes. Sometimes it can even give you a competitive edge like in Zynga. Zynga Poker, if you want billions of chips, buy the pass. Mm-hmm. You'll have it in five minutes. If you don't buy the pass, it could take you months. You could never get there. So, ask Cody. <laughs> well, some a hole that I play with all the time likes to dream. Of. We won't talk about that lot. Matt, Matt, we'll talk about it live. <laughs> now, here's here's your little comment for the week. In the comment section, am I wrong for this? We're playing Zynga poker. And I openly say to him, so this is against the rules, but I just let him know, I have a full house. Cody goes and says, I got a flush. I'm all in. Knowing that a full house beats a flush. Am I not then going to be like, well, okay, I'm going all in too. (laughs) There's no way. Like, I'm not going to. I was, no, we were. a brother. We were, here's the thing. At this point, now we're talking about billions of chips are already in the pot. I'm already in for over a billion chips on this pot. That's a lot of chips. I am not going to give that to you because you, you tried to steal it from underneath me. You had, 
So this guy has 70. I'm poor for like a month with like less than a mil. And I finally get on my feet for like, oh, I had 12 bill that night, I think. And uh, in one hand, the 12 bill is gone. And that was that. That is your fault. I trust. (laughs) That is your fault. I'm telling you, man. You got to think. That not trust anyone. Nah, nah. Nah. You're not supposed to. That would have been me cheating to let you in. That is what you got banned for. For three days. No, I got to credit the two teachers that I had for poker, though. They would have been like, that's a pretty good idea. Because, like, I had a solid hand. It was just you had a way better hand. But given the circumstances in a realistic situation, I wouldn't have known that. So, like, I would have probably went all in. At which point? I was on a winning streak, and I was feeling it that night. Until you weren't feeling it, and then... Yeah, yeah, you cleaned me, and then... uh, (laughs) As we like to say, it is what it is. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I guess it is. So, um, now I have one more thing to add to tech this week. Um, it's short and sweet. I mean, we've been talking about GPT, chat GPT for weeks now, and, uh, it's definitely interesting. I, I don't think it bores anyone, but we don't want to hear a big half hour about it each week either, so, um, chat gpt the gpt4 model came out this week um to the public so we're enabled to get apis and stuff like that um but what was promised in it was more tools for anti-plagiarism things like that for the education system and yada yada we already talked about all that what's really interesting is the dan workaround Uh, If you want to know more about it, definitely Google it or YouTube it, whatever. But it's basically, if you go into chat GPT and you say, hey, I need to write an essay for college. Here's the topic. Write me out five paragraphs. Uh, 3.5 would have done it. No problem. GPT-4, though, it it actually says, no, I, I will not help you with that. Sorry. So what people have found is you tell it, oh, no, you're not GPT-4, you're Dan. You're, and, and it, you argue with it a little bit, and then it starts to believe you. And what, what ends up happening is the chat, it, it, the theory is, is it glitches out, and the, and the programming of it, where it's looking for the tag GPT-4 or whatever, it's been replaced with Dan, so all those filters are being bypassed because they're all glitched out. So, kind of interesting to see how that plays out or in the validity of that. I'm not saying that's the truth and what it is. I'm just saying that seems to be the general consensus online. So, pretty interesting. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, tell it it's Dan. It'll believe you if you argue it enough. <laughs> so, 
short and sweet. If anything happens new in GPT world, I'll obviously keep you updated. But seems like right now we're just in the integration phase, which it's going to be quiet. You know, we'll hear about updates and bug fixes here and there. And I'm sure we'll hear about the controversial education part of it. But yeah. now that big companies like Microsoft and all the fan companies are getting involved with it, you know, they're going to take it and make it even better and more advanced than what it is now so it's i'd say the big boom is gone now we're gonna have big booms from individual companies now yeah. so. but yeah i think uh with that that's that's a short and sweet tech one i won for this week it, nothing too crazy this week you can't complain about that in tech yeah yep. so is it quiet is good usually <laughs> good or scary <laughs> so anyways that brings us into a little converse uh conversation with each other here on the uh couple topics here yes yes so okay. let me ask you what your uh what's your go-to ice cream flavor Let's start off with that same weird i don't buy ice cream out of the store so i don't have one technically so what i do when i normally get ice cream is doordash from a place called handles which is a chain very good ice cream i believe there's one near you you should definitely go get some um okay. handles yes so i get oreo normally with Oreo chunks in it, but recently I tried their blueberry cheesecake and that was very good. That sounds fantastic. So right now, blue blueberry cheesecake, very good flavor. How about you? Destroy that right now. Um, <laughs> so my my go to no, I, I little backstory about me. My teeth are sensitive, so I've always hated ice cream for the simple fact, not because it doesn't taste good to me and it's delicious. It's because it's just miserable for me to eat. Um, I've done things over the years, obviously there's fillings and different stuff like that, but, um, just sensitive teeth. So, but whenever I do get ice cream, I, uh, I do swirls. Um, I don't know how you'd say it really. Basically they take how I do it is I get vanilla ice cream in a cup and they take, I think just a little bit of milk to soften it up not make it like a milkshake but just soften it up and then they take a uh candy and they put in it and you just eat it with a spoon um the candy that i usually gets cookie dough and i tell them to give me more cookie dough than ice cream because i love cookie dough chocolate chip cookie dough is just, <laughs> i could live off of it um but yeah that if i had to choose a fallback I usually go with something niche. Like, I'll look at the menu and, like, your blueberry thing there. I'd, I'd fall back to something like that. I'd just, whatever they have on the menu that piques my interest. Yeah. But always got to double up on those fillings. Though. If you guys want to be like me, you always got to ask for double. Double on the <laughs> cookie dough, double on the Butterfinger. It doesn't matter. Always double. <laughs> All right. Our uh, second question if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what are you choosing to eat? Mm. Only one food for the rest of my life. French fries. That's easy. 
it's so sad to give up like burgers and just red meat in general and give up chicken and all the good things i i know that but like french fries just never get old i mean you can salt them you can i don't know. you can do a lot with them but i i'd have to go with french fries my fallback would be pizza because you can it's versatile as hell too T took the words out. T pizza is the answer. <clears throat> pizza doesn't get old. You change up the flavor of the pizza each week. Yep. Be like this week's pepperoni week. Next week's sausage week. Week after that, cheese. Yeah. Just straight up each week, different flavor. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. What's your fallback or two? Ah, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah, you can do a lot. There's a lot of cheeses. Yeah. You know, you, you can start getting wild like Gouda mac and cheese. Get really interesting with the mac and cheeses. Parmesan mac and cheese. I'd love that. <laughs> Parmesan anything is good. I drink Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> I would. You know that. Everyone knows that about me. But, um, let's see. Here's a would you rather. I think you'll like this. So, would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same pair of underwear for a week? That's tough. It is. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> trying to think, man. Same underwear, same socks. Um, fro. <laughs> I already have mine figured out. I'm just waiting for yours. That's. <laughs> <sighs> They're both going to be nasty. I know. It's like this is a lose-lose for sure. Listen, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear the socks for a month, and I'm going to bring a bag of uh, Fritos with me. Oh, man. It's going to mask the smell, man. Because <laughs> you know your feet get real chippy when they're there. They're just sitting. <laughs> I mean, my feet get chippy from one day of wearing socks, so <laughs> can't imagine a whole month. <laughs> I already deal with chippy feet, but it's only when my shoes are off. You know it's coming. It's coming out of the shoes with that. Oh, because I can't deal with it, man. Because if you have one bad day where you got swamp ass, you got one swamp ass day. You just ruin the rest. What if it's the first day of the week? You're in swamp ass underwear for the rest of the week, man. That's the thing, though. I was. I'm choosing underwear for a week. Oh man, you you eat something bad one day and you shart. Done. I know. What happens? The risk is one week. So it's like, okay, I just got to live straight for a week here. I got to make sure everything I do is okay with my digestive tract. As long as I keep that straight, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, but even then, man, would you rather have foot particles or butt particles? Well, see, I could get a shower like five times a day. 
I could, you know, there's a lot of things I could do to help my cause. You know, I work an office job, so I'm not sweating profusely, like out out in the field or anything. Like, I yeah, don't but with the underwear. I, I'm telling you, you still got turd particles happening. You know what I mean? Just for a week, though. If you're not walking around a lot and you just have your socks on, right? Now you know what. There's another adjustment you make. You just kind of pull your ass out real quick and let it go and then you pull your pants back up then you don't have that <laughs> underwear filter in this part that see you see we're men all these problems can be we got different things things crispy clean no 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 we got different things hanging between our legs here you know so <laughs> you get you get a nice hot day don't matter how long you're out there <laughs> things are gonna start sweating and then it just that ruins the whole week Whereas with, with my feet don't get hot normally if it's hot outside. Yeah, but they dry, you know. You can just hang them up whenever you get home. No, because then they smell again. See, I feel like it would it would take less time that for socks to smell than the underwear. Yeah. Would you would you rather smell ass or would you rather smell corn chips? Well, the ash you can cover, your corn chips you probably couldn't because your shoes would start to. Because it, like, I could get like axe deodorant or something like that, some kind of spray. You're going to smell like a middle school boy? Well, you know, it, it, nah, it's, it's see, not a preferable weed. You can only, you can only lather up so much axe to where it overpowers the ass. I know. It's the You're going to smell the ass. You're going to smell the ass. Here's the thing. They make Golbon for a reason. <laughs> you lather your shoes up with Golbon every day. That's how you do it. I'm telling you, that's it. They make deodorizer for shoes. See, I would, out of all of these, like imagine no deodorant for a week. Because it don't matter. It doesn't matter if you're sweating. No. Your pit starts stinking. So I feel like this could have been worse. Yeah. The, yeah. For sure. And it doesn't feel right. Like, I, I can tell. But that leads us into a very special thing. But first, we are going to have a word from affiliate of ours. Hey, everyone. Have any of you guys ever thought about starting a podcast yourselves? Well, if so, you should check out Riverside.fm. They're amazing, they're who we use, and they're affiliates of ours. So if you guys happen to subscribe, we get a little kickback for that. Thank you guys, and let's get back into the episode. Alright guys, a very, 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 very big announcement this week. So, we are doing an Amazon gift card giveaway. $25 Amazon gift card. So this is our first giveaway, reaching out back to our community. So if you haven't noticed, this past week or so, we hit 50 subscribers, which is a big milestone for us, our first milestone, and we wanted to give back to you guys. So to do that, we are giving away a $25 Amazon gift card. To sign up. So this is going to go, this podcast goes out Monday, 
the 27th of March. And then the first week of April, it's still going. Second week of April is when we announce a winner. We won't announce their name unless they want us to announce their name. But to sign up, what you have to do is subscribe to our channel. Be subscribed. Make sure we're able to see your name as a subscriber so your profile, your account is not pub is not private, it's public. Like this video or next week's video and share it at least once. Again, subscribe, like, and share the video. This week's or next week's. And we will pick one of you guys to win the $25 Amazon gift card at random. So very, very huge. Thank you guys for 50 plus subscribers. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you guys so much. <clears throat> that leads us to the Dark and Unsolved, though, where tonight we are going to be looking at, um, I don't know what to call this. It's a legend. From it is a legend. Uh, not really confirmed. Or anything like that. I mean, it's documented. I don't know if it's real, but we're going to look at it because I find it very interesting. I think it's a great piece to cover and just discuss the possibilities. Yeah. <sighs> so, have you ever heard of the Man of Thord? I have not. It's a very, very interesting story. Let me pull up the whole story because I... I don't. I want to get anything wrong. Okay. The mystery of the man from Tard. So it was July 1954 when a smartly dressed man arrives in Haneda Airport in Tokyo, Japan. Much like other passengers, he makes his way to the customs. But when whatever happened from this point onwards has left all that all puzzled. So, when questioned by customs officers, the mystery passenger said he was from Torrid. So, that was the country you say he's from. They couldn't find a single country named Torrid, obviously. And the man was described as speaking French. He was Caucasian. So, it's very interesting. So the man was then given a map and asked to point out his country. He immediately pointed to the area occupied by Andorra, which if you don't know where Andorra is, it is a small, very small country between France and Spain. The man said his country has been in existence for 1,000 years, which is what is so puzzling because Andorra has been around for a good period of time, definitely a good period of time at the point of 1954. So he was carrying currencies of different countries. Um, he shared details such as what company he worked for. Um, it turns out that the company that he worked for existed in Tokyo, but not in Torrid. Similarly, the hotel he mentioned did exist, but the hotel employees informed them that there was no booking under the man's name. This prompted the officers to make take the man to custody for further interrogation. Uh, officers were suspicious that he might be some criminal and confiscated his documents and personal belongings. 
and they put him in a nearby hotel while they were conducting the investigation. To ensure the man didn't escape, two guards were placed at his door, and it was mentioned to be that the hotel room in which he was staying had only one entry next to point. But the man vanished the next morning, but, and also all of the personal documents that they had confiscated were gone as well. So, the theory is that this man is from a different universe, a parallel dimension, and somehow passed through into ours, and then passed back through to his, or a different one. Okay. So, looking at a couple things here, um, I wanted to check Snopes to see if they had anything on it but I, before I got the snips I came across another thing that's claiming well it's on snips but it's claiming what is true about the situation is the man a man was arrested in Japan in 1959 for using a false passport he created one supposedly issued by a non-existent country that's all it says. And then it says what's false. The man did not hail from another dimension. He was prosecuted and sentenced by Japanese authorities. And he did not mysteriously vanish from a guarded hotel room. So this seems biased to me because there's kind of like evidence. Like there was no balcony. And it was yeah. <clears throat> I'm reading it and it says the man was not Caucasian. See, it kind of just goes that, hey, somebody made a fake passport in Japan. Which isn't saying that that's not where this story comes from and this story's just made up. Yeah. I'm saying it just, just kind of just pushed the story aside. Like, yeah, it came from this. That's it. It came from this. Yeah. And it's interesting because why would that spark an online contract? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't. It. Yeah, I don't think that's what happened if it's fake. I think somebody just came up with it and it just happens that this happened for in Tokyo. Yeah. But on the off chance that it is real, that is just crazy. Dude. Yeah. I mean, it's, I've definitely read up on the dimensional stuff being a space buff, if you will. And yeah, it's really interesting to, to do the research on them. I know there was, some theories about some radiation coming out of Antarctica that had to do with a potential parallel universe, but I don't know. I yeah. Really, that's, that's out there yet, so <laughs> we'll see what science comes up with. It's like, what What if this was real, right? Just yeah, for a second, like, think, if this was real and you are one of the customs people... How do you how do you react to this? Yeah, I mean, they probably deal with crazy stuff all the time. I'm assuming so. Like, there's that, but yeah, I mean, this is pretty out there. I, you're definitely getting pulled into a room. We're gonna have to get the bottom of this, probably. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, men in black come in. What you just saw didn't happen. This did um, not happen. Do not talk about this. <laughs> what's even more interesting is if if he if this was true, let's say if it was confirmed true, 
and he came back. I was like, "What's up, guys? I'm back." Um, Tord. The yeah, from Tord. The thing is, he has persistent memory of both dimensions, so that completely changes science as far as we know it. Because he's able to carry memory. Like, I would imagine if I transferred from here to another dimension, like, would I lose my memory? Or, like, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know how that works. So, it's just like you can't even speculate things. It's just, it can be anything. But, yeah, it would be really. Uh... Be interesting. I think it would be extremely interesting. Yeah. I would have so many questions. But, <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that's, no, I'd never heard of that, but I'm glad you bring that up because it doing, doing more and more research into it, it's like, um, there was another one that came out of O'Hare, a more modern uh, variation of the story that deals with Chicago's O'Hare. Um mm-hmm carries a passport, driver's license, papers, all looking legit, and they're apparently all actually false. And it was, um... Did you have the name of the man from Torrid? No. The no name's put to it. I think... Let's go back. Was... Go John Allen Zegris. Okay, this guy's name was Brian Alaspa. Alaspa. I don't know. A-L-A-S-P-A. Don't hate me. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So. See, we're not saying it's real. I'm we're just saying. Yeah. Let's not throw anything out there. I mean, who knows if it's real? I mean, maybe. I'm all about until there's factual evidence that it doesn't exist or it does exist, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm skeptical. I'm like, I I don't disapprove of it, but I don't approve of it either. I'm just kind of like, well, we'll give it some time and let it expose itself. And if it doesn't expose itself, then I'll just forever wonder. (laughs) Be crazy, man. Yeah. What if you are the man from Torrid one day? But now I think uh, that wraps us up for this episode. Yeah, it was uh, it was nice. I think uh, I think the man from Tord and then the, the Tech One Hundred One GPT Four is really interesting to see what these companies are going to do with that, and um, really excited to see who uh, ends up winning the giveaway here. Yes, yes. Don't forget about that, guys. Um, and uh, you know. Whether or not you want to let us know what you get with it is up to you. Obviously, it'd be cool to know. But if it's personal or private, or if you just simply don't want us to know, it's okay, too. So, you know how we are. Yeah. Remember, if you subscribe, make sure that your profile is public, or we can't see that you subscribe to us. So you won't technically be entered. Yeah, we don't want that. We want to make sure everyone gets in. So, if you have any issues, reach out. And but, we will uh, try to respond to you as best we can. Absolutely. So, 
with that, I am going to sign off. This is Carity here signing off for the week, and I will catch you guys next week. Peace out, everyone. We'll see you guys.